0: Messed up things being done in the name of this particular religion these days. This may be the first church service you have ever attended, or maybe it's your first time back in church after a long break, or maybe you're just here to humor someone you love. It doesn't matter. You're still so welcome here. I can think of no greater honor that a church could receive and the presence of someone who is hesitant to come. Of course, we'd love to see you again, but if this is our only time together, then may this morning be a blessing to us all. And to our Jewish friends and family, Chag Sameach, a blessed Passover to you and yours, and thank you for spending part of it here. Last Sunday, after our beautiful Palm Sunday liturgy, I went to a different All Saints Church, All Saints Ukrainian Orthodox Church in the East Village. I wanted to talk to them about their perspective on the war and how it has impacted them. The people of that All Saints greeted me warmly in their parish hall. I walked in from East 11th Street directly into their coffee hour, which looks a lot like ours at this All Saints. A bunch of spiritual friends catching up on their weeks, children running around, their priest, Father Vitali, checking in on their flock. They sat me down and served me a slice of delicious chocolate cake and instant coffee, and I knew I was home. Then they told me what life has been like for them over the past 14 months. And that's where All Saints' Ukrainian Orthodox Church became different from All Saints' Episcopal Church in Park Slope. The president of the congregation, a layperson, had just returned from the front line of the fight, where he commanded an artillery unit. The parish feared for his life, and they raised money amongst themselves for surveillance drones and bought a car for the unit. He left church early last week, so I didn't get to meet him, but the people said that he doesn't talk much about his experience, and they respect his silence. There's a steady stream of new families into All Saints who have recently arrived from Ukraine, and they also are hesitant to talk about what they have survived. They take comfort in the familiar rituals of the liturgy in the Ukrainian language, but folks said that they rarely stay long afterwards. One mother at the table where I was sitting said the hardest thing about welcoming these refugees is the trauma she sees in the faces of the children and knowing that they will carry it for the rest of their lives. Orthodox Ukrainians recently split from the Russian Orthodox Church. Since the war began, the Russian patriarch has said that Ukraine is in the grip of evil forces and that Russian soldiers who die on the battlefield will automatically be forgiven for their sins. I asked Father Vitaly what he thought about this, and he was pretty blunt. He said, the first commandment of any religion is, don't kill. But here he is saying, kill. So his is not a religion from God. His is a religion from the evil one. I let the gravity of this statement sink in for a moment. And then I looked up at the ceiling of the hall where we were seated. The whole time we'd been talking about these horrific things, there were little paper angels floating above us. The Sunday school children had decorated them and hung them as prayers to protect the people and the soldiers of Ukraine. As we talked about the horrors of war, The angels gently fluttered above us, blown to and fro by the air currents in the room. I thought about those angels as I meditated this week on the Easter story from the Gospel of Matthew that our beloved deacon Jennifer has just read. The resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead is the central belief of Christianity. In life, Jesus was pure love. He loved every person he met. He had no attachment to earthly things like power or doctrine or money, and yet he was fully in the world. He died just as he lived, in love and for love. The resurrection tells us that his love is stronger even than death, and that the veil between life and death is, for God hardly anything at all. This love is already within us. It has been in us since our birth. It is in us now. And it will remain until our dying breath and even beyond. That's the Easter story. But the story isn't complete without the angel who descends from heaven and rolls back the stone of the tomb. Angels in the Bible are the bridge between heaven and earth, between mystery and fact, between the ineffable and the concrete. When you see an angel, you know you are about to experience something that makes no sense, and yet somehow God is still present. Friends, the angels tell us something. God cannot be contained by our narrow thought and understanding. If you think the resurrection is strange, that it's unsettling, that it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, then you're right. On the other hand, if you think Jesus rising from the dead is a neat and tidy thing, a clear-cut path to salvation, then I actually want to challenge your assumptions. God is working and moving in our messy world in ways that we will never fully be able to understand. Easter is the bold proclamation that in God, life triumphs over death. We don't know entirely how this happens. We don't know it any more than we know what went on inside that tomb where Jesus is laid. But because of the light of the empty tomb, we will always be able to have hope that even in the darkest of situations, God is present and will bring us to the other side, even the other side of death. Think again for a moment of the paper angels gently swinging from the rafters at All Saints Ukrainian Orthodox Church. Why should Ukrainians have any hope at all this Easter? Civilians have been massacred. Children have been stolen from their families, kidnapped and taken to Russia. Drones and rockets rain down on cities and towns each and every day. Ukraine is being told by its much larger and nuclear-armed neighbor that resistance is futile. And yet, and yet, there are children in New York City who have etched their prayers with crayon on little paper angels. There is no logical explanation for why this should be. Yet those angels in a church hall a few stops away from here on the F train are heralds of something beyond rational explanation, a hope that's as mysterious as it is powerful. So powerful, in fact, that it is holding back a brutal invading army from an innocent people. But you don't need to be Ukrainian to experience the sheer force of the resurrection. Perhaps you, personally, have suffered a tragedy recently. Maybe you feel the absence of a loved one that you've lost, or you're facing a difficult health challenge. Maybe you're recovering from addiction, or you're feeling lost, or life at home is stretching you farther than you think you can bear. In spite of all these things, here you are, sitting here in the beautiful building on a beautiful April morning. You are drawing breath from the same air as hundreds of other human beings who are also here, out of goodwill and, dare I say it, love. Love. When you strip this moment bare down to its very essence, you understand that right here and right now is a miracle. We do not know how we got here or how we have been sustained through the trials and the messiness of living, other than to say that some mysterious loving power has given us life, redeems the bad, and sustains us with the good. I choose to call that power God. And I see the resurrection of Jesus in all the ways that this life keeps unfolding relentlessly against all odds. But it's also important on this day to go back to what Father Vitali said about a religion from the evil one. He was talking about a religious leader who glorifies killing. But there are plenty of other religions out there that are not of God. We may think that we are sophisticated 21st-century people living in the United States, but we are in no way immune to bad religion. And even New Yorkers can too often worship at these inverted shrines. If the resurrection leads to hope and selflessness, then bad religion does the opposite. It feeds on fear and greed. It tells you you aren't good enough and that you are hopelessly flawed. It wants you to give up hope unless you take what it has to offer, if it has anything to offer at all. We're all victims of this bad religion in some way but it touches some of us more than others. People of color knows what it means to suffer from the one of the founding bad religions of this country, racism. Bad religion has somehow decided to train its focus, especially right now in this time, on trans and queer people. And it's especially shocking to see it scapegoat kids and their families, as if you need any further proof that this was not good religion. Bad religion tells us that the destruction of the planet is inevitable, that there's no reason to even try resisting climate change. And look, I'm an Episcopalian, and this is an Episcopal church. I love our church. But it, too, is not immune to its own unique form of bad religion, which, when left unchecked, makes an idol of itself at the expense of the very God that we exist to worship. Do you see a pattern in all of these bad religions? In each and every one of them, there is no resurrection. But we confess the faith of Christ crucified and resurrected, which is so much more powerful than any stumbling block that can be put in anyone's grave. The angels herald this transformed reality, which is God's reality. The empty tomb reveals holy dignity for every person, regardless of what systems and societies say about them. The resurrection places our bodies inside creation, not above it. And it is the foundation of all that is good and life giving about any kind of religion. So on this Easter day, we follow the angels to the place where Jesus rose from the dead. They appeared to the women at the tomb. They are watching over Ukraine. And they are here, fluttering in our midst right now. When you see them and you follow them all the way, You discover that resurrection and new life are all around you, always, among you, within you. You were made out of the love that bridges heaven and earth. Now let that love, which passes all understanding, be your Easter joy. Amen.